Welcome to this week's podcast from Faith Christian Church. For more details, check out faithcc.com.au. We hope you enjoy this message. I want to talk about the song that we've just finished singing, A Waymaker. Jesus is a waymaker. And, uh, you know, we had some interesting discussions in our preaching team during that time uh, after the song came out. One of the guys on my team said, I think it's just a made-up word, you know, waymaker. Like, we don't use that word, do we? It's not part of our English vocabulary today, is it? And he says, I think it's a made-up word, you know, because there's a lot of made-up words that we sing about. And waymaker, he said that's one of them. So I thought to myself, <clears throat> I should ask Google. <laughs> and lo and behold, Google came back with a very intelligent response. A waymaker, an English royal official of the 16th and 17th century with the duty of keeping the highways cleared and in good repair. A person that prepares the way for another, a forerunner, a precursor, a prelude. The word precursor, of course, is a word that means pioneer or innovator, a creator or a visionary. Powerful words from Google. Amen? Jesus is a way maker. When you can't make a way, you can look to Jesus who makes a way for you. The name of Jesus, of course, is both fundamental to the New Testament theology, and yet the name Waymaker is incredibly profound as it describes the nature, the character, and the essence of who Jesus really is. Waymaker is a name which is fundamental because this is what Jesus has done for us. He has made a way for us to be in relationship with his Father. He did that through his death and his resurrection, through the power of the Holy Spirit. This is what the New Testament message is really all about. It's about our relationship with God, the Father, and, and how Jesus has been able to reunite us. Jesus made it possible to come before the throne of God with boldness and with confidence. When there was no way to know God the Father, Jesus became the way maker. Truly, this is one of the greatest comebacks that the scripture has revealed to us. This name may not be a biblical name, but I'm telling you, it's very, very powerful name alluded to in Scripture. This name is also profound in the sense that as we reflect upon this title of Jesus, we begin to get insights into how he works with us. When faced with difficulty, darkness, and despair, we discover something powerful about his nature. Jesus is able to make a way for us where there is no way in the natural. This is a glimpse of the supernatural power of Jesus to make a way for us when we cannot begin to conceive of a way forward. When we hear this name, Waymaker, it stirs our faith in who Jesus is. Jesus is truly the maker of ways. Maybe you're in a situation tonight where the way before you looks absolutely hopeless. But the road's a bit dark and intimidating. Maybe you've had experiences that have left you desperate and maybe a bit confused. Maybe you've been faced with circumstances that left you with less confidence than you needed for the task. Maybe it was a doctor's diagnosis. What the doctor told you has left you without breath, broken, hopeless. Maybe you've had two or more options, but the road ahead is, it's just not clear, but instead confusing, clouded, very vague. You're looking and there seems to be a way that seems right you're just not sure and your confidence has evaporated. 
If any of you are feeling any of these things, you're not alone in feeling these emotions or even facing these moments of crisis. Many through history have faced exactly the same thing. Many even in this room tonight have experienced the same confusing and perplexing circumstances. The Bible is full of people who had hopeless and dark experiences before them with no way out, and yet God made a way. In Exodus chapter 14, we read a, a really powerful story about Moses and the children of Israel, how they were being uh, led by Moses out of Egypt, and uh, the cloud by day was leading them in a particular direction, and it didn't look good for them at one point, because the armies of Pharaoh were also gathering behind the nation of Israel as they were traveling. And they came to a point where in front of them was the Red Sea. To the left were mountains, to the right were mountains, and behind them were the armies of Pharaoh. There was no way that they could make it out of this impossible situation. Of course, this particular story is very, very famous throughout the history of Israel. They would often hearken back to that day when the miracle began to take place. You see, Jesus as a way maker speaks of the supernatural power of Jesus to make a way where there is no way. This is the power of, of this name that I just really love. It talks about the supernatural presence of God, the presence of God that comes upon us, the, the glory of God that comes upon us and within us. You know, there's a difference between the presence of God and the manifest presence of God. Of course, Jesus, the Bible says, is omnipresent. All of him dwells everywhere. It's the miracle of omnipresence. All of God lives within me as all of God lives within you. But there comes a moment where he reveals himself. He manifests himself. He shows himself. And this is where the name Waymaker comes into real play. The supernatural presence and power of God working on our behalf to show us which way to go. This is amazing. This is absolutely amazing. And when I think about it, I'm struck by the power of God. Now, there's some of you here that need to hear this because there's some of you in this meeting here right now and you are faced with some impossible circumstances in front of you. You're faced with darkness to the left and darkness to the right. You're wondering what is going to happen next. Some of you in your relationships are, are finding as if these relationships are not working out the way you wanted them to work out. Maybe it's with a daughter or with a son and you've been praying for them, asking God to make a way where there is no way. Maybe in your own married life, you're, you're asking God to help you to, to renew and to revitalize the, the love and the intimacy that you once had. And yet as you look at it, you're sort of thinking to yourself, could this be an impossible situation? Maybe in your finances, you're looking and you're thinking, just what are you going to do? Maybe some of you are finishing uh, high school, wondering what will you do then? Some of you are in the process of being in university, thinking, what's the future hold? You know, is some politician going to blow the whole place up? Do you know what I'm saying? And you're faced with difficulties and situations that are beyond your ability. George Muller was a Christian evangelist and director of the Ashley Downs Orphanages in Bristol, England. He once said, Faith does not operate in the realm of the possible. There is no glory for God in that which is humanly possible. Faith begins where man's power ends. This is where we need the supernatural power of God. This is where we need the power of the Holy Spirit. It's activated by faith. And as we begin to walk forward in the name of Jesus, we're beginning to stir the powers of God on the left and to the right. We're beginning to, to do what God has called us to do. When Moses was faced with the Red Sea in front of him, he merely lifted his staff, and all of a sudden winds began to blow, and God made a way where there could possibly be no way. There's some people here in this room, you need to hear that tonight. You're in a situation where the future is not bright, it's bleak. 
You're looking at the way forward and you, you just don't know what's going to happen next. You're not, you're not sure of what's going to happen. There's a way that seems right, but you've lost your confidence. It's evaporated. And the challenge is yours there today. Jesus makes a way through. One of my favorite passages of scripture, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Winston Churchill once said, when going through hell, keep going. <laughs> going through. This is what Jesus does for us. When we're faced with the impossible, when we're faced with no way forward, the way maker comes to our assistance. And he does it in a supernatural way. Now, I just want to say something to some of you people here. There's no way you're going to be able to work this out on your own. No way, no way are you going to be able to work this out on your own. No way are you going to be able to come up with a, a fantastic idea that's going to help you through. Now, I believe in, in great ideas. I believe in creativity. I believe in innovation. But Jesus is a way maker. He actually reveals himself. He manifests himself where the way before us is impossible. And this is the great challenge. And I love this about Jesus. He makes a way through all sorts of obstacles, whether it's water, fire, darkness. Jesus is a way maker. The way he makes not only open, sorry, he makes closed doors which are closed open. He takes open doors that were once open and he closes them. And he deals with the enemy of our soul in a way which is incredibly powerful. You see, he drew the chariots and the horses, the armies and the reinforcements of Egypt. He brought them together and there he laid waste to them. Where the people of God were able to walk through on dry land, the chariots of Egypt came through and they were completely uh, extinguished by the power of God. This is how Jesus makes a way for us. He does a new thing, something that you're not expecting, something that you've never seen before. It springs up suddenly, unexpectedly, surprisingly, supernaturally. This is how God works. And I want to encourage us. You know, those of us that live in the Western world, we're oftentimes sort of closed off to the supernatural of God. We think it's a scam. We think it's, we, we become skeptical. We think it's a, you know, a charlatanism. We think it's something other than what it really is, the spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, the power of God, the, the anointing of God. We begin to, to think like that. But, but people who have not been brought up in this uh, logical sort of rational Western mindset, many people who understand the power of, of the spirit world. You know, I think in, in terms of the, the people in, uh, in Asia ministering there for 12 and a half years and the way we moved in these countries and, 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 and as miracles took place, you know, casting out a demon was nothing nothing for the people of Asia. They had seen it a hundred times before, only they'd never seen a true Christian exercise that kind of authority. Once we were in, uh, in Pattaya, in, uh, the, the, just out of uh, Bangkok, and uh, as we were ministering, a, a young woman, she was a, a very small young Thai woman, 19 years old, she stood up in the middle of the congregation while we were preaching, and uh, she began to scream. And uh, my friend who was ministering at the time, he just went pale, he just went white, you know, well, this, what's going on here? Um, I waited for about five seconds, wondering if he would, you know, rise to the occasion. He didn't. I thought, well, here we go. So I got up and I walked over and I just said very quietly, in the name of Jesus, be still and silent. And she fell to the ground like that. The people around us, they were not amazed. They were not astounded. They had seen things like this before. The evil spirit came out in Jesus' name and this girl was set free from the power of God. Is anybody here from Thailand? Wave if you are from Thailand. Anybody here from Cambodia? Sok Sabai. So good to see you. Go, Sok Sabai. 
So good to see you. When I'm in Cambodia, I just speak Thai <laughs> because most of them understand me. Jesus made a way where there was no way, but it was supernatural. And this is the point that I want to get across to everybody today. The supernatural power of God is here for us to be moving in and moving through. The very name Waymaker begins to share with us that. Our response is by faith, to be, to be ready to understand the ways of God and to believe that by faith Jesus is our waymaker. He declares, I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I am. So while you're going through these tough times, remember that the Lord is behind the scenes preparing a way for you. He says, I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. Here's your promise. I want you to remember four things. Number one, God will make a way. When there is no way forward, God will make a way. God will make a way for you. In John chapter 8, there was a woman caught in the very act of adultery. By right, she should have been put to death by the stoning of the, the religious leaders of the day. This was a dangerous moment for this woman. This was to be a cruel and painful death perpetrated by people who were religiously legalistic and cruel. There was no way out for this woman. But then Jesus arrived. He made a way where there was no way. He simply knelt down and wrote in the sand. I personally believe he was just doodling in the sand. I personally believe it was the power of his presence. I believe that as he was kneeling there, the, the presence and the, and the power of God began to emanate from him. Much like what's taking place right now, the presence of God moving, manifesting itself, revealing itself. He made a way for this forsaken, sinful woman to find forgiveness, and by his very presence, those ready to punish her were made to feel shame, and they left the woman, but they left her alive. Believing that Jesus will make a way for you, remember that as we worship Jesus and his presence surrounds us, it is in this atmosphere he becomes our way maker. Yeah. Number two, God is preparing the way. Remember, a precursor. A waymaker is a person who goes before you and prepares a way like John the Baptist did for Jesus. In John chapter 3, verses 1 to 3, in those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, prepare the way the Lord for the Lord. Make straight his paths. Now, there's people here that need to hear this. Behind the scenes, this is what God is doing for you. He's preparing the way. You can't see it yet, but he's working. This is the problem with God. He's invisible to our natural senses. You've been praying. As, I, as, I'm, as I'm bringing this message, I, I sense there's a number of people that you've been, you've been crying. You've, you've been in tears. Your, your heart is broken. Your, your spirit is broken. And you've been weeping before the Lord. I want you to, to know, don't give up, not just yet. The darkness is thick. You've vacillated in your faith. You've been battling with unbelief and you struggle to believe God, but Jesus is a way maker and he is preparing a way for you by faith, wait. Wait upon the Lord. He hasn't forsaken you. When the Bible talks about waiting, it's not talking about any time of inaction. Waiting is like what you see a waiter does. A waiter is waiting. He's waiting on your table. He's taking your order. He's refilling your glass with water. He's making you another latte. He's bringing your food to you. He's taking the, the, that's what you need to be doing in this time of waiting. It's not a time of inaction where you're falling on your knees and you're weeping and you're giving up and you're calling it quits for the day or the week or the month. 
You're actively continuing to involve yourself in the life of your local church where you've been planted and you continue to wait on the house of the Lord. You're continuing to work. You're continuing to pray. You're continuing to believe. You're continuing to speak in tongues. You're continuing to read the word of God. You're continuing to be open to the whole anointing of the Holy Spirit. Because God is behind the scenes and he's working something. This is something that some of you here need to hear. You need to hear this. He's working behind the scenes and he will again begin to reveal himself and show you that he is a way maker. You can't see what he's doing. It's been hidden from you. It's for the expansion of your faith. It's for the expansion of your ability to believe in the supernatural of God. You see, God is a supernatural God, and he wants his people to live a supernatural life. That's why God puts impossible situations in front of us, so that he will show his power in and through you and around you to show a way where there is no way. He's a supernatural God. He's a powerful God. He's a God of anointing. He's a God of glory, and he wants to open a way for you, but he's doing it behind the scenes. It's hidden. You can't see it yet. Frustrating, isn't it? But then there will be a moment when you will look up and you will see your Savior beckoning you forward. The door is open. Somebody else needs to hear this too. The door at the moment is closed to you. Completely, absolutely closed. You're looking at this door and you're thinking, there is no way it's closed. It seems like it's been sealed shut. It's so closed. But God's going to open it. I want to encourage you. Those of you that are waiting for that open door, he's going to open that door whether it be in your profession, whether it be in education, whether it be in the way that God is going to meet your need, even though the door is closed, God has the ability to open doors that nobody can close. This is, again, supernatural. It's the power of God. Get ready for it. Jesus is faithful in preparing the way for you. He's been working while you've been sleeping. He's been working while you've been praying. He's been working while you've been crying. He's been working while you've been in a devastated sense in your spirit. He's been working when you were in anxiety and fear. He was working when your energy was gone. Believe, Jesus is preparing a way for you. So number one, God will make a way. Number two, God is preparing a way. Number three, God's word lights the way. In the book of Psalms 119 and verse five, your word is a lamp to my feet, a light on my path. When we're in the darkness, there's a movement of the word of God. We know that God's word begins to light the path before us. He illuminates the way forward by his word. You'll be, you'll be there searching the scriptures and something begins to, to come out to you. It's like the living word of God, active, living. It's like a sword. It cuts in two ways and you're reading it and all of a sudden God's word begins to reveal to you the way that you should be moving in. He illuminates the path. Jesus is a way maker and he shows us through his word. This alone should motivate us to read his word, to live on it and to live by it. By faith, we will walk according to the light given to us from his word. And yet, many in this generation, some of us are incredibly illiterate when it comes to what the Bible actually has to say to us. This is why I want to encourage, especially younger members of our congregation here tonight, begin to study the word of God as if your life depends on it, because it does. Your word lights our path. In the book of Job 29 and verse 3, when his lamp shone above my head, and by his light I walked through darkness... Hallelujah. You will be called to walk through darkness. You will be called to walk through impossible situations. You will be called to walk through despairing times, but you will walk through them because the, the lamp of the Lord will be above your head and you will be able to walk through the darkness. There's somebody here that needs to hear that tonight in Jesus' name. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 to 23. He talks about a new and a living way. 
a new way, one that you've not seen or understood before, a living way, a way that gives life to you as you begin to follow it. It's all in his word. And I'm surprised by the number of people who don't understand what the Bible actually has to say. I encourage you, don't, don't live in darkness. Let the light of God's word be there. So number one, God will make a way. Number two, God is preparing a way. Number three, God's word lights the way. Number four, God has a way for you. We just call it the will of God. Not only is it the will of God, it's the destiny of the Holy Spirit upon your life. I, I, I just love young people. I'm, Nathan, that's right, isn't it? Nathan McMillan. God, I'm so thankful you didn't take after your dad. Man. Boy, just, your, your wife, your new wife. La, la, Lanita. Lanita. You're very beautiful. You've really married up, haven't you? <laughs> Done a, an amazing job there. I think we're so thankful that you've taken after your mother and her good looks. And uh, your children will be beautiful. Amen. One day. One day. <laughs> Talking about destiny. You see, as I'm, as I'm sitting here and uh, uh, Pastor Franco told me that you were here and I, I was very excited when I heard that because I know that there's been such a, an anointing upon your father's life and I know that, that you're going to carry a double portion of that as you move into the years to come, that the hand of the Lord is upon you, that the spirit of the Lord is upon you. And if you want to become great in the kingdom of God, learn how to suffer pain because it's only as your pain levels increase that your leadership levels begin to increase. God will be with you, but he will be a supernatural God that will open the way for you. These are good things to be told, isn't it? A supernatural God who will supernaturally open the way before you. I want to say to those of you, uh, especially some of the younger people here, you know, I, I'm really old now. I'm 62. I'm so old. I don't know how many people here like me or don't like me. And I'm so old, I don't really care anymore whether you like me or you don't like me. I'm not here to perform for you in that way. I'm just here as a humble servant of God to deliver his word, to talk about a supernatural power that belongs to us, that is ours in Jesus' name, that we can learn to walk in the anointing of the Holy Spirit. And I want to encourage you, young people, become that great army that rises up in these last days. This has got to be the last of the last days. It's got to be. Jesus is coming back again real soon. And I want to encourage you. I'd like to be here when he comes back you know I don't want to die that's basically it I just want to go up you know and I want to <laughs> I want to encourage you guys you young people God has got his hand upon you this is probably the most blessed generation that this world has ever seen and what we're looking for and what God is looking for is leaders that will rise up in these last days and make a way for others in this nation Thank God for the size of our churches. But this is just the beginning. There are literally hundreds of thousands of people within five minutes drive of here that still have never heard the name of Jesus nor understand the way of salvation. And yet you're going to be the people that will tell them these things. But you will move in supernatural power as well. Demons, you'll laugh at that in Jesus' name as you walk forward under the power and the anointing of the Holy Spirit. You'll hold up the shield of faith. You'll quench every fiery dart of the enemy. God is with us. God is with us. He has a way. It's called his will. There's a reason why you shouldn't have sex before you get married. It's all there in the word of God. The will of God. The will of God. Understand what the will of God is and walk in it. Understand that the instruction manual was the, was the manufacturer's manual on how we should be living our lives. So it's not only his will, but it's his destiny upon our lives. We follow him because in Proverbs 14 and verse 12, it says, there is a way that appears to be right, but in the end, it leads to death. Make sure you're walking in the right way. 
Make sure that you're walking in the way that God has prepared for you. I'm not too sure about you, but I really desire to live a successful life, a prosperous life, and a life of abundance. I want a life of substance built upon good foundations and a life that will benefit other people. So I want to know God's way for me because there's a lot of ways that look good out there. But the end of it leads to death. Sounds permanent, doesn't it? Leads to death. Sounds dark. It's not the way I desire to go. So I need to follow Jesus. I need to know his will and follow him. Can I get the band up, please? One of the most profound ways God has made for anyone a way is that he made a way that everyone could benefit through the death and the resurrection of Jesus. In John 14 and verse 6, Jesus declares, I am the way. He died on a cross for our sins. He didn't, he didn't, uh, he died on the cross for our sins that he didn't commit. The innocent found guilty. And I love the thought that Jesus made a way for us and that Jesus is the way. As it appeared, God almost turned his back upon his son as he hung upon the cross. But three days later, to pay the penalty for our sins, he was raised again by the Spirit of God. The very resurrection of Jesus was done by the power of the Spirit of God. Jesus rose from the dead, securing a place for all humanity in heaven, that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord, we will be saved. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast from Faith Christian Church. To stay up to date, Check us out at our website, faithcc.com.au.